Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Brand Boulevard, for sponsoring. Um, we really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who is listening, sharing, caring, and keep the questions coming. My name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. I'm Rob Kivlikin. Nope. And then Trevor Lindy and Rob. Rob yeah. Bass, our, our defense our defense attorney, uh, criminal lawyer, is back. Uh, we had a question because of the last podcast that you did. You, um, you, you, you kind of brought up something on what's kind of going on, mainly in the U.S., but it's also coming, it's creeping into, in, in, into Canada. And I don't want to, so please don't chat about anything that you currently have or any current clients you have, just for confidentiality. That's not what I'm asking. Oh, yeah. I would never put you in that predicament. We all have confidentiality and fiduciary duties. Um, but, I mean, let's just go on what's in the news right now. So the, um, the cancel culture, and, and, and I want to know maybe the, the limitations that people have to go back. So, for example... You have, this might be an employment law question too, but the, 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 the 27-year-old that was employed at, uh, you know, I think it was Teen Vogue magazine or something like that, and she, she got fired for a tweet she made in, when she was 16 or 17 years old uh, using the term gay in a very uh, non, uh, it was not like non-directional, it was more of a, um, a facetious comment, inappropriate today, but obviously back then when she was 16, you know, everything's recorded and that's what you do. You put everything on the internet, which is just stupid. Um, yeah. uh, or the guy that was in San Diego, he was a city employee. Um, he basically had his arm out the window and it looked like a, the, the backward six, uh, and I guess that's a white supremacist logo. He drive by a BLM uh, protest. People took a picture. They thought he was a white supremacist by by doing that logo or the, that thing with his hand. Um, they say that he was just flicking a cigarette. Um, and uh, they he got fired from the, his job there. Um, and yet the the odd the irony of it all is the man's Hispanic. Uh, who, who got fired, who was accused of being a white supremacist, um, which is hilarious in its, in its outright. So I guess when it comes to defend, defending these types of people um, that, you know, this has happened across a lot of different universities and what have you. How do you go about defending these people? Is there a statute of limitations in Canada when it comes to this type of stuff? Um like, what, what would your process be? Like, what are people's, like, first next steps, first steps to do, to, 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 to do this, I guess, is what, I'm, I, is what I'm asking. Okay, sorry about that. I'm just going to, there's some noise in the background, so I'm going to uh, head out, just sort of sit outside for a second. Um, yep. I know what you're, here's the thing. And this is one of the, one of my main concerns in the age of social media in the age of sort of, you know, the Me Too piling, the because everybody's got a voice now, which is good, and we're also can be a little bad, right? Like, so we've got. Oh, so there you are. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, sorry about that. That's uh, I might have to disconnect from my Wi-Fi because I'm outside. Um, again, I apologize for that. Um, Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Perfect. Um, 
So the thing about the the Me Too uh, dogpiling and sort of the age of social media, for sure, like information, it's a much smaller world now, right? And And the internet, it all comes back. These things see the light of day. And, you know, but is it fair that, you know, the, the, the mental, emotional and physical development or stages of a 16 year old and a 27 year old are vastly different. Is it fair to hold you accountable for what you did at 16? You know right. what I mean? And to face adult consequences for well, something they don't, that they don't hold you for murder at 16. Like right, very rarely do they try some, a 16 year old for murder. Right. Like, yeah. and yet this this girl lost her job. <laughs> And and this is the thing is that, you know, is it actionable? I would I would think so. I would think that she would have um I would think that she would have a cause of action there. Um this this Hispanic guy, I didn't I've never heard of this story, but that sounds absurd. I'm, yeah. I'm not doubting I'm not doubting the veracity of the story. What I'm what I'm saying is it's Hispanic and they're accusing him of being a white supremacist. And so they've canned him from the city of San Diego. Yep. Uh, what, whatever he was doing. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's horrible. Absurd. Um, you know, and it's again, it's this, again, that sort of dogpiling, right? Like that. So I would believe there's a cause of action there. Um, and again, if your employer is going to let you go, there's certain fundamental breaches of the employment contract. Um, you know, and, and, Certain things can get you dismissed right away, but in Canada it's very different than the U.S. Um, it's harder to fire people in Canada. Yep, uh, we have we have greater protections. It's part of the reason why I don't really like to have staff because of the liability right. um, involved. And sort of once you once you hire someone, you're on the hook for a long, long time. Um, I had my I had a, an assistant that quit recently, and and yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so it's uh, um. It, it that's tough, right? Um, but I would believe that there's a cause of action there. I would sue. I've sued for less. Like, so what is your what like in in Canada? Then let let's take it out of the U.S. because it is right. Let it is the Wild West in the U.S. Yeah. Um, what, what would you you have come across these types of situations? What what is your what is your recourse? Like what 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 would you advise someone that has that had, feels that they've been wronged in that aspect? What would your first step be? What would you tell so them to do? You're entitled you're entitled to certain compensations under the Employment Standards Act, yeah. right? So I, this this notion of two weeks pay per year of service, and then there's certain other there's then there's common law damages, right? Right. Um, uh, for wrongful dismissal, okay, and it, also the manner in which you do it. Right. If, if, you know, uh, it's why you don't fire people on Fridays because of, um, increased suicide rates. You always let them go on a Monday. Hmm. Um, and that can be aggravating to a court. If you let, if you gas somebody on a Friday, Oh, um, in the manner of dismissal. So let's say you do it in a very public and humiliating way. It's going to cost you. Right. Um, that's, and you never fire somebody one-on-one. You always, Second set of eyes in the room, always. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and and so it, again, so you have your your statutory entitlements under the Employment Standards Act, and then you have, you know, the court may award additional. Oh, they call it a notice period. So, um, additional months, or for the manner of dismissal, for the length of service, for um, you know, 
the likelihood of you finding comparable employment um let's say you're on the wrong side of 50 and as as you know if if you're let go in your 50s it's really tough to find suitable comparable employment right like that's a that's a big thing so it's um they'll add more time on for things like that but how far back can someone go um with regards to like obviously i know with regards to uh, rape allegations and what have there is no statutory limitations in Canada. Um, Not in Canada. But uh, with regards to like a tweet that I that I may have done, you know, or or what have you. I know there's the court of public opinion, but that's mutually exclusive to um, to what they can do in a court of law and also what you can win, in, 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 you know, for for damages. Like what what do you look for as in a defense attorney when you're defending someone? Um. So the question being, what, sort of, what do I look for in terms of um, how far back they can go? Yeah. In, in, in that, you know, it's again, this is all very, it's all, it's a moving target right now. You know, we like from an employment t- law perspective. From and, and if I could chime in, yeah, I mean, please. The fact that you've got somebody with a tweet that says that they're saying that somebody was gay ten years ago. I would I would say that you don't have grounds to terminate somebody on that basis. You'd have very 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 weak grounds yeah. to terminate somebody, right? So some somebody in that case would likely be, and same with the the individual who was making flicking a cigarette or whatever that looked like a six. They'd have a like a, a wrongful or a constructive dismissal case yeah. that they could bring. And, right. and then on top of it, sort of the whole you know, whatever the reputation damage would be then there's certain damages for that. Like if they do it in a very public way. Sure. There's, I think it was a case of Wallace damages is what it's referred to. Right. So if, if the manner in which you were terminated, you're made kind of like a spectacle or they characterize it as almost a separate actionable wrong. So you can get a bump bump in your severance pay. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you can't humiliate people when you terminate them is sort of the notion. Right. And, and so again, that, that this, that's all really interesting. And I don't really have uh, great answers for that because again, this is all a moving target right now um, in this sort of social media age, you know, can you, can you be fired for some tweet that you sent out when you were 15 years old? Well, I guess I you should be. Well, but here's something though. Like, I mean, we, I mean, Canada is case law and you could, you could easily argue that, um, uh, with the exception of Quebec, which is civil. Um, but, but there is, we, you, could you not, like, social media, all it is, is a worldwide public newspaper. So there has to be a case somewhere where a judge threw out a case of, of wrongful, di- I mean, th- awarded damages to wrongful dismissal or threw out a case to, to criminally charge someone on something they may have wrote in a local paper when they were younger, because that's the, that would be the same equivalency back in the day. Would there not be? But just hey. I'll, I'll draw a distinction between the criminal and, and the employment perspective, right? Because as Rob had alluded to, there's two different bars there. One's beyond the reasonable doubt, which is a very hard burden, and that's the criminal yeah. context. And maybe Rob could speak to that from an evidentiary perspective in terms of whether that would kind of weigh in and what kind of impact it would have from a 10-year perspective. But from a litigation perspective, that's, you know, it's on the balance of probability. So anything that you bring in 
can give you support somewhat, right, to, to whatever case that you're trying to build. Right. Okay. Rob? Um, you know, and, and that's and that's the thing, right? So again, when you get into that sort of evidentiary burden, right? Like it's proof beyond a reasonable doubt. I completely agree with that. It's a it's a much higher bar, much higher standard, as opposed to balance of probabilities, which is which is civil litigation, right? So fifty one percent is is as it was described to me, um, and and. <sighs> Again, it, 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 I, it's tough. The, I, I agree that um, you'd likely have a, a case for wrongful dismissal, um, and and you're right. Like, I there probably is a case from some other jurisdiction. I know that's in the criminal context. You can breach through social media, breach bail, no problem. If if you're under a no contact order, um, and you send somebody a, a, a or you tweet at them. That's that's communication. Oh wow! And yeah, that's you know uh, that's direct or indirect. When there's a, an order for no communication, directly or indirectly, indirect would be like, you know, Jeff, tell Brandon I said this. That's indirect communication, right? Like, uh, so that would be a breach in and of itself. But it, you know, so if you tweet at somebody that you're under a no contact order with, that's criminal. You know, so it's, but yeah, like that's, this is the, the, the interesting thing we're, we're, we're seeing about social media is the, the effects and sort of, you've got to rewrite some of the, the laws on it. You've got to rewrite some of the um, accepted standards. Right. Just as a point of clarification, I think the Employment Standards Act speaks to one week per year of service to a yeah. max, to a max of eight, but then I think it goes on and, and and there's a little bit of a different requirement that could trigger a severance which would then bump it to a couple of weeks as a meat chart usually it depends on like it really comes down to the numbers right a lot of times these types of things aren't litigated there's a number that people can arrive to somewhere that the employer feels they're paying too much and the employee feels as though they're not getting enough, but right. they're both happy to walk away. And, and the, that's the thing is that you, it rarely goes to court um, on the civil side like that. The most you get, that's why I did criminal mainly is because, you know, it's in, in civil, it tends to be more sort of trial by motion. Um, and the most that you go towards is discovery. Um, like I've, I've, but you rarely run trials in civil. Um, if you, in fact, some of the only, there are people who take issue with this statement, but, um, tell them, um, some of the only ways to, to be a real trial lawyer now is, is to do criminal work. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Or family, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or family. But again, I don't have the stomach for that. I don't have the, don't have the stomach for that. I mean, that's, I have no problem doing a murder. No problem. Yeah. But you want to talk about negativity? You want to talk about vitriol? You want to talk about like just? I mean, look at a look at a divorce. Well, or a well, dog. you know, it's funny you say that because I said to so Kristen having her masters, my wife having her masters, and and having her own private practice, she has the ability to be because she has her own private practice to weigh in on custody battles, um, and she had twelve years at CAS and three yep. years in adoptions. So she, she knows that business very well. And I said to her, I'm like, wow, like, like, babe, like just, just put yourself out there, hang that shingle and you you can charge three, four, $500 an hour. Yep. 
to give your legal opinion to a lawyer on who, who, who could get like custody of a child and all this kind of stuff. And Kristen just went, hell no, I want nothing to do with a custody battle when it comes to that. She does not, it's not worth the, it's not worth the dollars and cents. It's that bad. It, well, it's, I mean, the, the old story, hell hath no fury, right? Like, yeah, like a woman yeah, scorned. Yeah. You know, and, and you, you, like I said, you want to talk about negativity and vitriol and um, just venom. Uh, I, I have a buddy up in Ottawa who's a defense, who's a, a family law lawyer at a, at a big shop. He's actually a BLG up there. And, and, um, what does BLG mean? Board Ladner Gervais. They're a, Big, big firm throughout big Canada. Firm. Okay. Huge. Um, I think they're the biggest, actually, outside of the ministry. Um, uh, because, like, the, that's basically the, the ministry of the attorney general is effectively a law firm. That's, you know. Um, but, yeah, and like, he's told me some stories. Like, And it's the same whether you're doing your legal aid type divorces or whether you're doing uh, your sort of well-heeled masses. Yeah. Uh, they everybody just wants to put the screws to the other person when a, when a marriage breaks up and it's it's i want no part in being anywhere near that stuff me either don't have a stomach for it Interesting. i couldn't do criminal either though there's certain reasons <laughs> i couldn't properly do a criminal i couldn't run a i couldn't properly defend somebody who ever came into me if they were for certain charges right i'd say oh no there's certain charges that i won't do yeah i will not do certain charges Oh really? Um, no more child porn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I won't. I can't uh, just because I, I I don't want to look at that stuff. I, 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 I couldn't. I don't know how I would react in a situation, right? Yeah. So I, I don't. I've always stayed away from it just because. No fentanyl way. traffickers. I don't. No fentanyl traffickers. Um, uh, because you might as well be a trigger man. Mm. Right. But. You know, you're, you, but you don't have the eye, the integrity to look them in the eye when you do it, right? Um, like you're drop if you're selling fentanyl, you're dropping people. That's it. Um, and yeah, but you don't mind. Uh, but, but but murder is 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 where because there's I guess there's different degrees and and, and there's intent and that's why you can kind of argue that. Yeah, and and there's certain things like, you know, there is nothing more serious than a murder trial that is the big leaks you get the best lawyers you get the best crowns you get the best judges um that's the that's the big leaks right and it's the subject matter can be very interesting and and it's super serious right so this is an individual who is quite literally on trial for their life um yeah you know and and it's again it's not about me it's and so i that's the thing is i've made that deal with myself is i don't necessarily mind that subject matter depending um and there's you know is it is it a murder is it first degree is it second degree is it manslaughter is this criminal negligence causing death do you know what i mean so it's i've seen people charged with first degree murder and they go down for crim neg death Hmm. um you know which is because they did something or didn't do something by an act or omission right Hmm. so it's again that that, little fine tune eh along the process yeah Yeah. interesting yeah well, Rob, thanks very much uh, for um, for joining us again. We'd love to have you on at a later recording date if anything comes uh, comes by. Absolutely. Um, your your law firm again? 
like your your legal name the so people can google you or whatever oh, uh, robert robert kivlikan that's uh k-i-v-l-i-c-h-a-n my website is kivlaw.ca available 24 7 that's and that's the other thing um about being a criminal lawyer is you're always on um <laughs> the, the 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 witching hour between you know 1 a.m to to 3 30 a.m you know now that the bars are back open Right. <laughs> I got the calls and I never even practiced criminal law. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm DUI. What? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. You're selling a house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the, the that's what well, you might have to sell the house. Um, but uh yeah, no, and that's now that the bars are open and sort of the world's opening up again. Um it's been interesting during COVID sort of seeing there's been a lot more domestic violence charges. Yeah. A lot more. Mm. Huge spike. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, thanks, thanks very for much. Me on, guys. Uh, we really yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Bondo, take us out. Help us help you stay informed. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.